0: Hi there, my name is Josh and welcome to my podcast. I believe that anything worth doing is worth doing God's way. And at this podcast, we're going to learn how simply and practically we can apply God's ways to our everyday life. You remember 2020? Yeah, we all remember 2020. That was quite an interesting the interesting year and it was an interesting year for me as a creative and a graphic designer because more than ever as a person in business you really learn to depend on god more than any time in your life in this particular year i learned a very important lesson in kindness so let me give you a backstory before 2020 happened back in 2015 2016 there about I mentioned to you in a previous episode that I was working in an office. And when I was working in that office, I happened to meet this young designer. The guys I was working for brought on this young designer. He was hungry to learn. He was still trying to figure himself out. So he wasn't sure if he wants to go in that direction or not go in that direction. But they brought him on board nonetheless. Just to help me out because the projects were quite a bit at that time. And I needed some help. And so I think that their hope was that as he learns and as he grows, he'll be able to maybe take up after me or be able to take on more jobs. Now, if I'm being very, very honest, I was not very interested in helping this guy at this time, I'll be frank. Because at that time, I was very busy. It came into a time of my life that I was very busy. I think I was in school at the time. I was trying to figure things out in my life. I was busy with the work that they've brought on. Now they've brought somebody on board who they want me to train and teach him what 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 I know. And to be quite honest, like I mentioned it, I, I really didn't want to do it. But these are my bosses. Let's let's go ahead and do it. And because this guy was also genuine in his desire to learn, I was like, fine. Let me let me give it a shot. Maybe even for me, it will benefit me as well in the future because he could possibly be somebody that. I could train and I could work with um, in the future. So I went ahead. He was asking me questions and I was teaching him and letting him know as much as I could. He used to call me show me what he's doing, and we'd work together I, from in projects from time to time. But the one thing that maybe put me off um, later on was the fact that this was not something that he was sure he wanted to do. And so as a result, I, I never went ahead to engage him further, even after he left the office where I was working at at the time. And so I had really intended and thought that as I train him, even if he is, because he was not employed by that company and he was just coming by from time to time to learn, I thought that maybe in the future I would could possibly employ him and give him some work to do but he was in school he was not sure if he wanted to do it and so as a result we were not in communication regarding graphic design again for quite a while we still kept tabs uh, kept tabs on each other from time to time he traveled abroad for a while and when he did come back something interesting happened now in 2020 in 2020 at the beginning of the year, we usually have this thing where we do 21 days of prayer and fasting in my church. Normally, before the fasting happens, I try and ask God what He wants me to pray about, what are the things that I should look out for, and basically, I turn and spend those 21 days to set the pace for my year, to to allow me to see things from what what you know, see things from God's perspective ahead of time, and somehow a great desire burned in my heart in the beginning of that year, to pray for a retainer, a monthly retainer. Now, up to that point, and till now, I still work as a consultant, so meaning I'm self-employed. And so what would happen at the time was I was getting jobs, weekly jobs, uh, contractual jobs that maybe would last two or three months and so on and so forth, but I was not on any fixed retainer on a monthly basis. So I was not getting a app necessarily a fixed income from any particular company at that point and it hadn't been like that for quite a while which was rare because before then i used to get um there's a time i think i was on maybe two or three retainers at some point but for some reason it had not been like that for a while and so a desire came in my heart to now ask for a retainer remember this is at the beginning of january so stories of covid and all that had not started to spring up so much aside from just in china and so I started praying about it. I was not at a bad place, not necessarily. I was not at a bad place financially. I was not asking it because I was hungry for one, but a desire had dropped in my heart. And so I prayed for it. I prayed about it. It would definitely help. I I, I felt like it would definitely be an advantage, of course. And in the beginning of February, towards the end of January, yes, at the beginning of February, this guy, do you remember the young guy I was talking about earlier? This guy calls me. tells me, Josh, um, my office is planning an event and they need somebody to do some design work for them. Can you come over and maybe just um, have a talk with them?" I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, remember, at this point, we had not spoken in a while, so I had no idea what job he does. I didn't even know where he worked, but I made the time. It, interestingly enough, it was close to where I worked and so I went to the office and paid them a visit. I did some research on the company and it was quite a big NGO and so it was an interesting prospect. As far as I was concerned, I was going there to do work for an event that they wanted. I go into the office and um, we meet with uh, one of the one of the bosses there. He was not the CEO, but he was just under the CEO. And um, we had a discussion. So we, we talked about what I do. Um, they told me what they do. I, I learned a bit about the company at the time. And they told me that there's an event coming up and they needed my services for that event. And so I was going to charge them for that particular event. And so they even prepared a contract for me based off of the amount that I had set for that particular event. However, later on I did meet to the CEO and just before the contract was signed, I noticed that what they needed was not just somebody for the event, they needed somebody who would be there and work for them continuously for all the other projects that they were working on. This came to light when I had a conversation with the CEO, and this was just when we were just about to sign the contract. And so I told them this amount that I had quoted for was specifically for the event. This was not for me working for you, um, like, on a regular basis. And so now we sat there and had negotiations and negotiations and negotiations. But long story short, I ended up negotiating um, a retainer on a monthly basis. They wrote me a contract for three months that was to go from February, uh, from February, March, up until April. So February, March and April, I would get a retainer from these guys. And the event that was to come was to happen, I believe uh, uh, right around, I think it was to happen in July. So I was with the expectation that it will still be extended. And so that was that, just like that, I left that place and I had a retainer. So we did the work. We continued doing the work. Little did I know that this COVID thing was getting serious. Like all of us, I didn't expect that this thing would be so serious like that. And when it hit our country, Kenya, in, I think, towards the end of February, in the early parts of March, things started to shut down. Everything began to shut down. All of a sudden, this event that I was doing now became cancelled. Everybody else was cancelling the events, operations just stopping. But here's the beautiful thing. This retainer, remember was on a contract. This retainer was still going to be active. And the interesting thing was I was still getting paid even through the pandemic. What a blessing that was. I can't begin to tell you how big of a blessing that retainer was. Because like I mentioned, up to that point, things were going okay. But this retainer allowed for consistency because now other people had stopped the operations. Everybody, even from my clients who are abroad, had stopped doing any work. What a blessing that was because it allowed me to be innovative. It allowed me to do classes and mentorship classes for other young designers. And so this young guy who was once a prospective candidate for design that I didn't want to train in the first place, ended up being somebody who connected me to a job that helped me and my family through the pandemic. You have no idea how much that retainer was a testimony for me. Because you know, I don't have to explain to you how bad that thing was for many people. Many creatives were hungry. Many people out there were struggling. But throughout 2020, I never struggled. And one of the reasons why I never struggled was because this particular retainer sustained me and my family for quite a while. Guys, I'm here to tell you that being kind to people who may not look like they can do anything for you and may never do anything for you will pay you back and pay you dividends in areas and in avenues and in ways that you least anticipated. You see, in my, in my decision to train this guy, in my decision to help this guy, I never once showed him, at least I hope, I never showed him that I didn't want to do it. I did it and I said, you know what, let me help him out. Because even at some point, I was that same young guy trying to figure things out in design. And I've continued to do so even along the line. And even throughout 2020, I set up mentorship programs, a mentorship program to try and help the young designers learn this craft. Anybody who was interested, I was trying to help them out. And so it became a blessing to me that came back to me and helped my family through this one act of kindness. And that's the thing about life. One thing that I've realized in, in humanity is that one of the greatest human needs is to feel valued. Everybody, and this is universal, everybody wants to feel valued. Everybody wants to feel that when they enter into a room, you have noticed them and you value them. Regardless of their status, their class, their sex, regardless of who they may be, they want to know that they are valued. However, the dynamic with all of us is that the world revolves revolves around us, our story revolves around us, we are the center of our story. And so having to put somebody else ahead of us challenges this order, which now makes it a little bit unsettling for us. Yes, we are expected to serve others, we are expected to do good for others, but how do we do that when we are at the center of our story? Because even as you listen to this podcast, as you engage with other material, you constantly ask yourself, how will this benefit me? Somehow, the world constantly revolves around you. And that's natural. That's how it is. However, we are admonished in the scriptures to be servants. Just as Jesus came, Jesus came to serve. None of the things that service does, one the things that goodness Does being good and being kind to other people does is that it works selfishness out of us. And as we continue to do good for others, that good goes around and comes right back to us. And so we know this, but we rarely apply it because we have to put somebody else ahead of us in our story. That's the challenge. Yes, you want the benefits of being good. Yes, you want the good to come back to us. But Putting somebody else ahead of us tends to be a hard and a tall order because I mean we are, we are, we are flesh. We we are flesh, we have flesh on us. And so naturally the flesh is selfish, naturally the flesh desires what it desires. And so, how do we work it out? How do we, how do we exercise ourselves in goodness? You see? Because yes, we have the fruit of the spirit that is goodness, but how can we exercise this particular virtue? I'm gonna give you three ways in which you can do that. And these things have been applicable to me, and I hope that they'll help you out. Number one, give to the poor. I know, I know, this is something that I said over and over again. But let me tell you what I believe giving to the poor does for us. You see, whenever you give to the poor, let me give you the example of giving money specifically. When you watch your money go to someone who could not pay you back, like you know this person cannot pay you back is a sure way of working selflessness into you and at the same time developing your faith. Because what you're doing is you are giving your hard-earned money, your sweat, to somebody you know may not be able to pay you back at any point, And you have to do it without the expectation that they will pay you back. The Bible tells us that he who lendeth unto the poor lendeth unto the Lord and they're going to receive back that which they give. And so when you give to the poor, the person who pays you back is God. But when you give it, we don't we don't necessarily, necessarily we don't always have that in mind we don't have the expectation that this person will give this back to me of course expectation is from the lord and as we give it and see it come back i tell you the truth not only is our faith being developed but what is what what it is doing is it is working selfishness out of us and working selflessness into us i like the story of job job testified of something in job 29 Verse 13 thereabout. He says that all who heard me, praised me. All who saw me, spoke well of me. For I assisted the poor in their need and the orphans who required help. I helped those without hope and they blessed me. And I caused the widow's hearts to sing for joy. I really like that last part. I caused the widow's hearts to sing for joy. Whenever you give and rescue somebody in need, their heart sings out. I think there's a version that says that they shouted out in praises to God because of what Job did. So as you give and provoke the heart of man through your blessing, what happens is they bless God. Praises go up to the Father as a result of your goodness. And that blessing goes right back to you. Aside from the blessing going right back to you, the real blessing in my opinion is not just the financial dividends, but the expansion of your heart. As your heart expands, tell you the blessings continue to grow the second thing is this and it seems simple but it's a thing that connects us i remember we're here we're here to talk about things that can apply to our day-to-day lives right so here's another thing greet people there's a picture that i can never forget during the obama presidency there's a picture that circulated and this was a picture of him entering into the white house president obama was fist bumping a, a cleaner who was doing his business in the white house He just went out of his way and fist bumped this guy. He didn't have to, he didn't need to, but he did it anyway. This, among other traits, portrayed him not only as a good leader, but as a servant to the people who elected him. Why? I mean, it's because he didn't owe the guy anything. He didn't owe it to him to greet him, but that's an act that this particular guy will never forget. You see, when we go out of our way, when... There's, there's some people in your mind, naturally, you may feel that you're not at the same place that they're, where they're at, whether it is financially, whether it is status-wise, whatever the case may be. It could be a watchman, it could be the guard that you pass every other day, it could be the chef who cooks for you, it could be a waiter, a waitress. You don't pay it any mind to greet them. You do your thing and go about your business. But beckoning somebody and saying hello to somebody costs you absolutely nothing. And if you can do that from time to time, of course, I don't mean every time, hey, 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 to everyone, no. Of course, you do that with some discretion. But from time to time to exercise, remember we're talking about exercising ourselves in goodness. When we exercise ourselves, by even greeting some people randomly, just saying, hey, how are you? Those people that you meet and pass by constantly, what you're doing is this. You are setting aside your status for the moment and saying, hey, I value you. How are you doing? Hey, I see you. You're not just a feature in the room you are a person i see you and i value you enough to say hello jesus told us and if you greet your brethren only what do you do more than others do not even the tax collectors do so a wonderful principle that jesus gives us you don't just get the people that you know but even those people that you may not know that may not look like they could help you or do anything for you. Show them, show some people value every once in a while. Acknowledge that you see them, acknowledge that you hear them, acknowledge that they're there and greet them too. And lastly is random acts of kindness. A random acts of kindness I can say is one of the most fulfilling things that I have done in my life. Every time you randomly just think about somebody, and they uh, decide, let me call them and see how this person is doing. I do that often from time to time. And, I don't, and, and you don't even do it to the expectation that they'll ever do the same thing to you or do the same thing for you. But every once in a while, when you check up on somebody, what you're doing is, again, you're telling them, hey, I was thinking about you. Hey, I value you. I see you. I hope you're doing well. That's what random acts of kindness do. You think of a person and say, there's a book that I've seen. There's something I'd like to buy. There's a gift I'd like to buy. There's some shoes that look good. And I think that this would look really good on this particular person. And they said, hey, I just saw this book and I think it will help you out. Take it, I hope it helps. You're telling that person that I value you, I see you, and I've been thinking about you. I remember one time I did this and honestly, it was, I I've, I've, I've never shared this publicly outside of telling my wife, but I'll share this with you. Because I, I think it holds great value and it's a great story to tell today. There's a time, there's a, a, a friend of mine who's going through a tough situation, a, a lady. And so I decided to, to meet with her. She had been struggling to take care of her. She was struggling to take care of her, um, her siblings. She had been left with her siblings. Her parent had died. And so she was left as the sole provider of her younger siblings. And so I knew she was going through a tough time because we were friends. And so one time I called and said, hey, come, let's have some coffee. We went out for coffee. We talked and talked and talked and just had a good time. And then I said, do you mind just before I escort you to your stage, do you mind if you take me to the supermarket? I'd like to do some shopping. And if you could tag along with me, that would be really helpful. Maybe you can even help me choose some things. So she's like, fine, no problem. Let's go. So we went to the supermarket and they went shopping. So I was buying things, buying things. And and as we were buying things, I was asking her, between this soap and this soap, which do you think is better? between this one and this tissue which one do you think is better do you, do you like this one i was like yeah, "This one i think this one is better and, and like that like. and so we went ahead he we bought uh, loaded it up then we went out to the counter and i paid for it all this this lady as far as she's concerned she knows that i'm doing shopping for myself what happened was after we said our goodbyes i said hey um after after we got to the stage, so I escorted her to a stage and I said, okay, um, so I'm gonna go, have a good time. So I was telling her goodbye. Then I just handed those things to her and I told her, hey, just take this home. God bless you. And I walked away. That lady stood there, stunned, and I left. I never, I never turned again. I just went and I, I didn't say anything. But I tell you the truth, that felt so good. Till this day, I can never forget the look on her face. It felt amazing to do this for her. I can only imagine what was going on in her heart as it happened. But for me, ah, oh, it was something so good. You see, being good to others is one of the most therapeutic actions of humanity. It's, it sets aside your flesh, and it and its desires to develop yourself for something bigger than yourself. We often get down on ourselves because you're too much in our heads, but there's something special about being good to others. Honestly speaking, it does more to the soul of the doer than the receiver. That's what happened to me that day. As I left that lady there on that stage, I felt like doing that for 10 other people if I could because of the great feeling that came out of me. Here's the interesting thing about all these things. The first guy that I trained... Ended up being an angel to me. He ended up doing something for me that I did not even expect. When I did this thing for this lady, it was doing a tough time in her life. Eventually, things got better. And when I was doing my wedding, she just randomly texted me and said she didn't even text me. She just sent me money and said, "Hey, Josh, all the best in your wedding." And she sent me more money than, I I don't remember how much I spent on the shopping, but that was, it was certainly way more than what I anticipated. I did not expect her to pay me back. But what I didn't realize is that I entertained an angel. Hebrews 13 verse 2 says, Do not forget to entertain strangers, for by doing so, some have unwittingly entertained angels. I like to use this scripture with the example of Abraham, who went ahead and invited people over to his home and was hospitable to them. What he didn't realize is that out of that encounter, he received a blessing that provoked and triggered the blessing that came, who was Isaac. He didn't realize it, but he was unwittingly entertaining angels. So you could be entertaining angels, or you can be the angel in somebody else's life. You could be the one person who makes somebody's heart sing. You could be the one person, you could be the answer to somebody's prayer. And I tell you the truth, it does more for you and to your soul more than that of the receiver. So I hope that you practice goodness and kindness to people today because you never know you could be entertaining angels who could minister to you at some point of need. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. As always, remember, you can reach out to me on the number that is in the description of this episode. I look forward to seeing you next week. Have a blessed week ahead. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode all the way to the very end. I'm very grateful for your time. If this touched you in any way, please feel free to share it with a friend. And if you'd like to take it a step further and contribute to this channel, you can look at the description that is in the bio to see different ways on how you can do so. See you next week. God bless.